Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What you need to know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Loud up. What do you got? I wish I could say that my what you need to know this time around was going to be as controversial as the past one, but it's not. <laughs> we can build upon it. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, so Don Francisco pretty much sums up my childhood, okay? My mom could oh, not yeah. wait. Hold on. Clinton, do you know Don Francisco? I do not know Don Francisco. Whoa. You don't know Sábado Gigante? I know Salvador Gigante. I was that's... not familiar with the name. I I post when Salvador I was at the Higa- Kentucky Derby. The host okay, that's Salvador it. Higante. When yes. I posted a picture for me at the Kentucky Derby, the caption was literally Salvador Gigante. So I'm familiar with the brand. I was not okay. familiar with his name. Yeah, I know he, exactly he was the, he was what he looks one, like. All right. the, I know exactly what he looks like. Yes. Yeah, he's the one and only host. And by the way, he's got a big coffee brand. Uh, Don Francisco Coffee, which you can okay. buy at your local grocery stores, because the Gavinia family, uh, my people, uh, Cubans from Vernon here in, sure. in, uh, in down down the street from the studio, basically, um, they uh, they are the. Uh, uh, they're in business with Don Francisco okay. uh, with his coffee. Yes, I'm familiar with him. Do not jump in my Twitter. I know who this person <laughs> is. Mama. Yes. Okay, so I remember my mom being like glued to the TV every Saturday because she was yeah. like, Don Francisco's coming up, right? Yeah. Big know, Saturday, he, Sábado Gigante. Yeah, yeah. Sábado. Exactly. Sábado Gigante has been the longest running variety show in TV history, according to Remezcla. And now Hulu will have a four-part docuseries about it. I'll watch that. So I'm so down. And it's by the creators who did the Walter Mercado one. Right. right. So I'm like, I'm all in. I can't wait. Listen. Did you see the Walter Mercado uh, thing on Netflix, uh, Clinton? I did not see that, mucho, but I will tell you amor. this. Mucho, mucho amor. Yes. Watched Very good. a fair amount of Sábado Gigante back in the day. Yeah. Yo, you know, Funchy for, for, too. For visual, you know. Visual reasons, you know. Oh, okay. yeah. For sure. Yes. Tremendous yes. presentation. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yo, yeah, for Funch, sure. that was the first thing Funch <laughs> said when Let's I told clear. him. He's like, the, ladies. the right. girls, bro, the Saturday, girls. Saturday nights, yes, man. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, I know Saturday nights. I had a better thing to do on Saturday nights. Saturday morning. They also had El Chacal. Remember oh, El yeah. Chacal, Laura? Of course. Like, if you said, oh, you know what? It was like, El Chacal was kind of like, it was like the Grim Reaper met the Gong Show, basically, is the way I would describe it. That was it. not Goldo, Goldo y Fraca, no? No, 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 no Goldo y Fraca is a different show. So, so the girl, that's like a daytime show. That's a daytime. I watched so, that show, too. So the girl yes. from Gordo y Flaca, si. Lili that's, Stefan, that's, that's she uh, started. That's Stefan's sister. Oh. No, 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 not sister. Sister-in-law. Yeah. She's, yeah. A, she's a family member of Gloria Stefan, but she started in Sabado Gigante. She's oh. Emilio's sister. Very well. She's Emilio's, I believe, niece or something. That's what's up. Niece? Yeah, she's, Listen, she's, yeah. I know what's going on, man. I listen to Tudens, the Univisions. I mean, I watch these stations. This is what happens. Yeah, you, know you got to I mean? watch Mucho, Mucho Amor. Okay. Yes, you Let really me know. do. Let me know. Yeah. I was trying to put the Chacal because I know we have the trumpet thingy and the system, yeah. but it's and not Yeah, and Chacal is basically, it looks like the Grim Reaper. It's like this, like, um... It's what? in a black like cloak, cloak? with yeah. like a yeah. with like yeah. a like a face covering. It moves pretty and then, slowly, yeah. And then it plays a trumpet, like uh, and it's very <laughs> gong showy. It's very strange. Yes, I don't Old understand school. it, but you know, whatever. love it. Yeah, we should do that with Cap because sometimes he'd be butchering stuff. Oh my and we god, should play yeah, the chacal. for sure. We should. Oh my god, we I'm should down. totally get the sound of El Chacal. And when I Cap, have it somewhere. I don't when know Cap goes not. a little too extra, we just start hitting it. Yeah, you yeah. won't even yeah. know what it is. It'll be yeah. Yeah. He, everybody he else. wouldn't. He probably wouldn't. And he grew up in my like in Florida. He should. Yes, and you were right. She is the niece of Emilio. Yeah, I was like, she's she's the niece. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. and she started on Saudi Gigante. She did, but yeah. then she went to El Gordo de La Flaca. Yeah. Yep, and she she's was... La Flaca. Can I get some props from the for the La Flaca? Yeah, 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 of, yeah course. of course. I know yeah. what I'm doing here. And right. you know what yeah. they did? So it super tangent from what you need to know. But one of the I I was a subscriber to the Red Table Talk, but to the Estefan's Red Table Talk because they had one and it oh, was really? a I did not variant. Know yeah, it's like a. They talked about, like, you know, because her marriage kind of fell apart, and she talked about it, and I was like, ooh, it was good. Talk about what you need to know. Yeah, it was good. Tell you what. Mm -hmm. All right. Come shake your body, do the conga, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, this Phil Jackson thing. 
Now, it's funny because, again, with new information, your opinions can change, okay? Okay. A week or so ago, I was out here saying, hey, you know what? I've been a big proponent of more smart people in the room, uh, have more people help making these decisions. I'm okay with that. Then I started to hear stuff about, like, well, maybe there's um, there's not a sense of who's the who's leading these potential conversations with outside candidates, right? Right. Uh, so I'm like, hmm, okay. Well, and again, that's not a Phil thing. But then I also, in the same breath, was like, you know, while I think having Phil around is a good idea, can we get some new blood? You know what I mean? Sure. Even if it's, by the way, it doesn't have to be from outside the organization. Even if it's like Jesse and Joey Bus, right, who do a great job with the G League team mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, can we – and they're in the, you know, they're in the front they're office in the, in the scouting. Yeah. In, yeah, in the scouting department, right? Like, can they have a say, you know, at the, a seat at the table basically and not at the – you know, the, the kitty table, for lack of a better phrase, you know? Right. Um, so, but then I start to, when I'm gone last week, this past week, or this, you know, the last couple of days, I see these stories about Phil and Plasky dropping the, the day after he talks to Jeannie. The thing where he goes up, was it on the Rich Eisen cap, show? Cap, 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 um, no, it wasn't. I think It, it was, was on, on the Gottlieb, Gottlieb show. Gottlieb. Gottlieb. Cap Gottlieb. lost his mind about this. Yes. He was calling it a bombshell for three hours. I, I didn't think it was this that is big a, of a Hold on, hold on. Clinton, this is a bombshell. <laughs> now I don't that know. That was really good. By I don't the way. know if that's actually Cap or it's me doing like um, some version of whatever. That was funny it, it, though. It, 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 it's I, really... that, you almost fooled me for an actual drop there. <laughs> wow, I was like, what am I listening to right it, now? It's me doing. Um, um, what's his face? Um, <laughs> Neo, who played Neo in the Matrix. What's his name? Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Keanu yeah. Reeves. Yeah, it's really more of a, Ke- a fake Keanu Reeves. <laughs> this is a bombshell. Yeah, Clinton. Clinton. <laughs> this is a bombshell. It, it's really more Keanu Reeves than it is Cap. That's but it's fine. the closest I can get to Cap. I need more time listening to Cap's like subtleties and nuances of right. his of his tone and his voice. Um, to get it, but I will eventually get it. But anyway, I don't know if it's a bombshell, but it's like, bro, it's kind of a, it's kind of weird timing that you just talked to Jeannie, Bill, and I love you. And then all of a sudden you're saying like, you know, not that anyone said to me directly, but and I can't confirm it necessarily like with a source, but you know, I've kind of heard that Phil and you know, would like to trade LeBron. It's like, whoa, wait a second. I mean, I think my thing is, is that, and I said this yesterday or the day before to cap, which is that I, I just don't want to... I don't think you bring in anybody who has pre-existing relationships that are not abjectly positive with all of the humans already on the roster to potentially be a part of the decision-making group. I mean, that just doesn't make sense to me. Phil and LeBron have history. Yes, and not good. Not good. Very public, very awkward, that some would say, you know, kind of led to a a, a changing of the guard in terms of whether or not people – Frankly, took Phil Jackson seriously in the modern NBA world. You yeah. know what I mean? And, and that's and, that's legit. Yeah. Phil Jackson. And look, he had the Knicks stain, right? right. Isaiah Thomas went through that. Okay? Right. Now, Isaiah Thomas also had some other things there while he was there that led to some of his yeah, downfalls. Yeah, that was There's unfortunate. No question. But I'm talking about just from a pure basketball standpoint, okay? Uh, I'm compartmentalizing it just to basketball. Okay. Uh, Isaiah Thomas had some of that. Many people have run through the Knicks grinder, let's call it, and uh, come out worse for it on the True. other side. Um, basically, I, I think the stat is, you know, because they were going to the finals when Riles was there. Yep. And then, you know, Riles leaves, and they've only made the playoffs. Like eight, They've made the playoffs, I want to say, as um, like only like two or three more times that the Heat have missed the playoffs in the 30 years Riley has mm. been in Miami. Here's my since. thing, though, George, is that I, I don't – Phil is one thing, and... But here, hold on. Here's my thing with Phil. Okay. It's not even about trading LeBron, because I can make the case that it's probably in the best interest of both parties, sure. right? I, I can make that I've case. said this before. I don't know how many teams would trade for LeBron right now in terms of what you'd have to give up. Oh, no. Game. I think there'd be a few, uh, definitely a couple teams. I only think he'd go to two, and it'd be Cleveland or Miami, because he, I don't think he wants to add a fourth team to his resume at okay. this point. He's not trying to be Shaq, you know what I mean? Right, like, no right. disrespect to Shaq. Shaq in Boston and Phoenix, yeah. Right. He's not trying to do that. But... I can make the case that it's it's it could be beneficial for both sides for the Lakers and LeBron. My thing is, he wants to trade LeBron, but he's okay keeping Russ. And I'm like, dog, if you don't see Russ is on that James Harden train we were just talking about a little while ago, he's then, driving that train. Yeah, then I don't know if you're the right person to be a front office person. And I think it. Look, 
I think there are two things separately from this discussion, okay, mm-hmm. that probably irk Phil, okay? Because let's face it, you don't become the winningest coach in NBA history without having an ego. Is that fair? Yes. And I think two things irk him. Number one, that his rival was Riles for a long time. And, yes, he had way more championships than Riles. But Riles cannot, is not only a Hall of Fame coach, but you could separately have him as a Hall of Fame executive alone, okay? Yeah. And Phil does not have that. His tenure was a disaster as the Knicks uh, front office person and president, as we discussed. And then the other thing that irks him, I think, if I had to guess, because of ego, and we all have it, so I'm not you know, excluding myself from this conversation, is that all these contemporary players, all right, the guys now, okay, the, not Shaq, not, you know, Kobe, may he rest in peace, not all those other guys, Jordan and, you know, all the guys that are long gone, the guys now, like basically the guys from the end of that, you know, the Kobe and Shaq, uh, you know, like Kobe's run in, in his last championships, yeah. to now all those guys love Pop, love him. Love him. As far as the elder statesman that they actually listen to. Correct. I'm totally not, with you on So this. I think that, between, you know, two of his biggest rivals are have got him, basically, in, in a couple of ways. You I, know I, what I mean? I don't disagree with you, George. Number one, and the, the number one reason I agree with you is just in general, to your point about age and average, you know, youth in the NBA, I'm not hiring a level seven coach this day and age in 2022. I'm just not doing it. There's too much talent at a lower age level, just from a physical impact standpoint. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I don't want anybody that old. And I know that people aren't talking about Phil necessarily coming back to coach, but some people kind of are. And it's like, listen, I just don't think that the minds that you want are necessarily the people that are from that generation of basketball. That doesn't take anything away from what they already did. But if the Lakers – and, again, this is a very weird season for the Lakers, not just because of what happened on the court, but – this documentary stuff, this winning time stuff, it plays a part. There's a legitimate changing of, I think, what we think the next generation of what Lakers basketball is going to be is, and you've got to find somebody that can, at the very least, get you through to that next phase, even if they aren't the big-name hire that's going to be the you know, the, the, the face of it. And I, I don't think that having all these old guys, for lack of a better term, in the discussion – Helps that, George. I, I, I just it, it seems as if it's more of the same. We're going back to the same well, and I know that that's what happens with the Lakers, the family business, and so on and so forth. But I'd love to simply see a progressive hire from a GM standpoint, never mind a coaching standpoint, to get this franchise moving forward and not yeah. just looking backward. Well, and by the way, we just went through that with USC. Remember, we've had yeah. this. How many how many years were we having that conversation that's about USC? It's a good point. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like. Here's what I – when people always ask me to describe L.A., I would say – I always say this. It is as unique a city for a, a multitude of reasons, sure. uh, okay, as any in the world, okay? But when it comes to, like, sports fandom, the way I say the, – the reason I say it's unique is because it's so big, right? You know, 10 million people in L.A. County or whatever the hell, you know, like yeah. – like when you – and then when you start including O.C., I.E., right, like all that stuff, even Ventura County, right, like – there's a lot of people. So what I'm saying is there are, because it's such a large landmass, because there's so many people, you have a lot of locals, a lot of but you also have a lot of transients like you and me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So what ends up happening is that, what the, and I'm not talking about just a fan. Sometimes the teams become a little too, what's the phrase? Parochial maybe? Yeah, that's a good word. I, I, yeah. I get what you're saying. A little too concerned about what people think. Right. To be, to be quite honest. And, to, and the people on the ground think. And right. I, I think that that's on one level, that is, quite frankly, Jeannie's most endearing quality is that she she seems like a person who understands the people who like and love her team as much as any other person does. Sure. But that goes, it, you know, not everybody's coming to the cookout, dog. You know what I mean? Like, we need some experts, at least in my opinion, who have decision-making capabilities that trump other people's decisions. Travis talks about this all the time. The Rambi are in the building. All these other people are coming around. And that's nice for a sit-down. It's not that easy when you're trying to make decisions on what should be a coaching staff and what should be a, you know, a, a, a guidance point as far as what you're going to do with the roster. Because right now, they ain't got nothing going on, George. Not a daggone thing. And I actually didn't think that firing their coach made a whole lot of sense considering what level of turnover they were going to have to deal with from a roster standpoint. 
I'm not going to say it's a mess. I'm just going to say that there is a lot. There are a lot of ingredients in this soup, and I wonder whether or not we're going to be able to taste what the main flavor is supposed to be in terms of what the Lakers are. Yeah, yeah. I want to see what this ends up becoming because right now there's a lot of uncertainty. Yeah. is what I would say. I agree. And maybe Doc Rivers becomes that person if you know. We'll, we'll, I think you just have to keep a close eye on that Philadelphia. You situation. want you want Doc, don't you? Um, you like Doc. You want Doc. Here. I well, listen. I come again. There's a lot of these things where I come with a little bit of a personal bias. Sure. I do like Doc. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like All I right. like him. <laughs> oh, there's a check out right there. We found it. Yes. <laughs> Laura's like, no, no, Doc Rivers wedging it in. Yes. <laughs> Perfect timing on that. I loved it. We definitely have to do it to Cap. He has no idea what. No that. clue. I love it. I love. He's going to blow right through it the first <laughs> yep, time, and he's yep, going to play yep. it again. And, and then he's going to shut down the show and ask what's happening, <laughs> yeah. and then reset what? the show going to on? remind everybody that he didn't know. Three segments later, wait a minute. What it is? Wait yeah. a minute, George. What, what is that? This is a bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> Clinton, this is a bombshell. <laughs> I love it. All right, I love it. Um, coming up next. Uh, there was a guy who I think is either a complete genius or a total idiot. And I'm going to let you guys decide. We'll talk about that coming up next. Stick around. 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. I mean, listen, I love Hootie. I love that uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. in the movie Jerry Maguire says, uh, don't call me Hootie to the kid when he thought he was Hootie at the airport. Yep. Um, Hootie also a lifelong pained dolphin fan, as he uh, mentioned in one of his songs. I love this they song. They make him cry. Yeah. You know, I get it. I've been there all my life. So, fun fact quickly, George. When I was yeah. in Louisville last weekend, because I was gallivanting around at the Kentucky Derby oh. with the mayor, who invited me personally. Wow. Um, you know, as a representative. Is he also part of the Handsome Man Society? He is not a member of the Handsome Man community, but he is a booster of the program. So, okay, gotcha. you know, he's very supportive. <laughs> when I was walking. Friend of the program. Friend of the program. Uh, when I was walking, not in the league. When I, <laughs> not in the league. When I was walking into a certain party, which is like this, the uber, like the outrageous black tie. There's a stage in the back. Every actual rich person in Louisville goes to this thing. When I was walking in. Lamar Jackson was walking out. Uh, oh. And followed behind him was one Darius Rucker. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So, you know. Shout out to Hootie. Out here rubbing elbows. Yeah. And by the way, I loved B. Arthur. I think B. Arthur and Estelle Getty made me laugh the most on the Golden Girls. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This Rue McClanahan slander is not going I, to be. It's not slander. It's on not slander. My watch. Never it's, mind it's, Betty White, the yeah. legend. You're, yeah, you're the, t- hold on, you're taking Estelle Getty and B. Arthur in a two-on-two. That's my tag Ruma team. Yeah. Versus yeah, yeah. Betty White. Well, first well, of all, Getty was a mouth, right? She was yeah. a mouth. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Estelle Getty and Room and B. Arthur. She was actually are, the youngest one. Yeah. All, yeah. Also, chemistry, mom and uh, daughter. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay. So, all right. There's that. <laughs> B. Arthur was the smartest one, right? She was the smartest. I'm one. I'm taking Rose and Blanche every time. Okay. 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 That's my two-on-two NBA okay. Jam style. Two colors, <laughs> names. All right, Rose Blanche. The fool on dunks and three pointers. Exactly. He's yeah. heating up. <laughs> By the way, I need. To, I have an NBA Jam's video games console from like an old NES thing that really? they sent me, and I have not actually plugged it in yet. So you know, like, you know, you know who might know how to work it. Blake, who apparently says that knows he knows a VHS, knows yes. how to run a VHS. That was he a, tweeted us. That was yes. an upset. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, he is. That is an upset. He says back now. He has to go back to elementary school though. Okay, sure. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, anyway, uh, all right. So Funchy, tell me the story about this guy who was selling weed out of a vending machine out of his house. So apparently, this guy in Detroit, <laughs> Detroit, Michigan, um, had a vending machine in front of his house. Hold on, Detroit, Michigan. Yes, as opposed to what. Detroit, Idaho. Yeah. Like well, you never know. There never know. There's Hollywood, Florida. There's Hollywood, Florida. There is a Hollywood, Florida. I've been there. Yes. Okay. Uh, Go on. Sir. Oh, so, uh, Detroit, Michigan. This guy has uh, li- lives at a house or whatever. Um, he's a pot dealer. 
and he sells his pot in a vending machine that's outside of his house. He makes over $2,000 a day off the vending machine, but he got arrested for I it. I need this in my life. I mean, what did he get arrested Because it's illegal for? in Michigan. Yes, yeah, legal in Michigan. Oh, they should hire that guy to be the commissioner of commerce or whatever that <laughs> position Seriously. is. I don't, what I, are we talking about here? Yeah, I think that guy's a genius, although mm-hmm. it being illegal is what I would say. They call that slot time. Y'all don't know about that back in the day, but... Um, you need to come to Cali, dude. I, right. I'm saying this man is an entrepreneur. <laughs> just, just the idea should come to Cali. They I mean, think it. about it. I, yeah, a, I, right. Hold I've on. never seen a vending machine. You see a Sprinkles cupcake stand, uh, stand vending by, machine? Stand by. At the dispensary across the street from my home, there's absolutely a vending machine. I have Get never seen here, a vending Yates. machine yes. at the dispensary I've been to. I've never used it. Yeah. Because I prefer the, you know, person-to-person experience. Yes. I, don't, I don't like dealing with robots. Um, <laughs> but there's definitely a vending machine for sure. It, it, huh. Yeah, it's a thing. 100% Now, thing. is it like the vending machine we have at the station? Like, you see the window? No, no, no. And- that one works. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? No, I'm, but, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. But, no, it's like, it's, uh, dang, what is it like? It's it's more like a something that you would see at, like, Dave & Buster's to get toys out of. Like, it, it's okay. that kind Oh, of, it has a claw? That kind of vibe. No, it doesn't have a claw, but it's, it's, got, it's got that energy, you know? There's, so, like, a lot of stuff. It's, like, circular. Okay. It's not just a, you know, it's not just a rectangle or whatever. I'm you know, usually not the one that's, like, the devil's advocate here, but, like, if you put the vending machine in there's kids, you know, I'm just saying, there has to be some very high-tech protocols. Why? So the right person. What are these, who are these kids running around with all this money? You know what I'm saying? What are we I'm talking just saying. About? No. I got to be the devil's did he take like? Me. Did he take, like, Apple Pay at his vending machine? That would be like, awesome, that would be I'm sure it does. Like, how high-tech was his vending machine? Venmo you know? it, w- it wasn't that high-tech. <laughs> it just looked like a, it looked like the vending machine at the station. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, so you put, like, work. some crispy dollars in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Crispy dollars and some <laughs> so coins. It don't work. <laughs> Yo. Some crispy dollars. Well, that makes sense because, you know, if it's illegal, well, you can't you have any folds wants, in the dollar. You know, sure. You don't want to have He wants the cash, the netto money. You don't want a paper trail. That's money, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't mad at him. I mean, listen, you just need to move to a different state, man. By the way, okay. in my travels across the country during the NBA season, okay, I have, I am, you know, more and more surprised that the states where it's become legalized, and boy, the boy, do I know immediately when I'm walking the streets <laughs> that it has become legalized. <laughs> I in was waiting states. for this. Let 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 let's run down quickly. Well, top, Pennsylvania and Massachusetts. I was going to say your top yeah. three didn't necessarily realize it was going to be. How should we say? What does he say? Snoop say Funches. Put it in the air. Yeah. You know what I'm um, now, Massachusetts, surprised, but not all that surprised. Generally, mostly liberal as a state. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, uh. Now, Pennsylvania was a different story. You know what I mean? Like, I was walking down downtown Philly the last couple of days like, oh, okay. <laughs> Smells like home. How out of play when you see him in the streets. You know what I'm saying? No, I was in Philly last weekend, too, or last week because uh, my sister graduated from Temple. And, yeah, the, the, uh, the aroma is yeah. not just of diploma. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. By the way, speaking of Detroit, where the guy did the vending machine with weed, uh-huh. uh, do you know that Detroit has uh, multiple sister cities? Would you like to hear some of them? Yes, please. But give me this a very... hint as to what country. Okay, okay. I'll give it. you a country. I'll give you some countries. All right. Uh, this is very Michael Thompson-esque, right, Funchy? Yeah, this is a bit, bit Nat Geo bit. Italy. Sister city to... Where? Philly? To Detroit. To Detroit. Let's say Firenze, Florence. No. No, no Turin. But Oh, uh, Turin. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're, you're not that far. I, is what I, I, would I say. mean, there's top five, I could guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like these are fairly easy if I just give you the yeah, place. Yeah, just tell me. Just tell me. All right. So, yeah. So, Dubai in oh. the United Arab Emirates. That's, that's, I'm sorry, Dubai and Detroit don't match up, my guy. Yeah. Uh, Nassau, Bahamas. Oh, my second home, my, my island. Second home. I was in Nassau recently, hanging out in the bay, watching the cruise ships go in and out. There you go. And uh, and Toyota, Japan. Oh, okay. Very interesting. I feel like Dubai is the outlier there. Like, if I'm going to go to UAE. Right, because Toyota, Japan, right, Japanese uh, vehicles, right, like Detroit Motor City, you know, like, yeah. But Dubai is like the the, the pearl of the UAE. Detroit is Detroit, you know. Like, you go across the street to Windsor. You know, that's right. The, that's you want to go gamble, yes. right? That's, Although they do have they do have casinos. They in Detroit have some other things too. too. You ever been to Cheetahs? Yeah. Holla at your yeah. boy. Yeah, there's some stuff in Detroit. There's some things in Windsor too that you. There are plenty of things. Can't get in Detroit. Detroit. Mm. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Detroit basketball. That's what Jalen says. I actually miss them being good. Me too. Basketball. 
People yeah. talk all the time about these yeah. these franchises and these teams that, oh, if they're good, then the entire league is better, blah, blah, blah. Nobody talks about Detroit like that. They should. No. And they should because, to your point, they have history. I agree. I mean, we talk more about Philly with this legacy stuff like, like than Detroit. Detroit's got championships. Big time. Yeah. They got Hall of Famers well more than, I mean, you know, anyway. And, by the way, they have been to a conference finals more, way more recently than uh, than than the Sixers have. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Um, there, there we go. go. Motown Philly. I was in Philly. I told you I was in Philly. Yeah. For your uh, sister. You know what I saw? Yeah. You know what I saw there? I saw our friend Good Times, Tim Bontemps. We had, oh. a, little, we had a nice little lunch. It was great. Dude, oh, I love when, Philly. When were you there? I was there. Okay, so the Derby was Saturday. I was yeah. there Thursday. This past Thursday. This, the most recent Thursday that was not yesterday. Oh, yeah. so Cinco de Mayo. See, si, it was absolutely. Ooh, I was there, was, there uh, too. Was oh, my, oh, missed opportunity. Oh, I was there too because I was going to say I was there for game three, which was the next day. Yes, that's why good times came back and we met up and I had to go to Louisville. Oh, we blew we it. We could have hung out. And alas, alas. Now, you know what? Whenever I travel, I'm just, I mean, yeah, you're hit such me a, up. Yeah, you're such a world traveler that I'm I need all, to know, just listen, hit you the, up. You the handsome man community. The handsome man community has many, many constituencies so yeah yeah, yeah. it's great uh, so real quick um i'm watching this boston game boston is winning in milwaukee yes. this series is incredible Very uh, in regards to like home court means nothing absolutely in this nothing and my man brooke lopez randomly super important person in this series but that's another story yeah and it's funny because game seven will be in boston despite that home court not meaning all that much in this series to this point if it gets to a game seven, and now Boston's leading by 11 with four minutes and change to go in the third. Mm-hmm. Remember, Milwaukee lost the last game of the season and lost the tiebreaker. They tanked. They, they sat everyone they to not play. face yeah. the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. And that will that may determine, you know, that's going to, you know. Well, it they would have had home court if they hadn't been scared of the Nets. Correct. Is what you're right. saying. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. How'd how that work out? Yikes. I mean, the Nets. We could get it. We could talk for hours about the Kyrie situation. Nike is a debacle. We never really know what's going on. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like, where do you think? Let me ask you this. We can get to this on the other side quickly. But of the teams in the Eastern Conference, let's just say no team in the Eastern Conference wins the NBA title. Right. Who do you think has the best space to grow in terms of who they are and what the offseason is coming up? Um, you mean like roster maneuverability? Roster or, and, maneuverability, skill And then level, upward mobility, I guess, hope. and growth of their yes, players is what exactly. you're saying. exactly. That's what I'm asking. You know what? Let's We got uh, Big Deer No Deal coming up next. Sure. So let's do that, and then we'll do that in the last segment at 645. That works for me. Because I think it's very wide. I think the entire NBA this season. It's entirely wide open. That's what I'm super, asking. Yeah. We've been talking about it all year, but I do think that it. There, that's a really good question. So let's do Thank that at you. 645. Big Deer No Deal is next. We're back in two minutes. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. All right, Funchy, what do we got? All right, guys. So we, you know, Sedano, me, uh, Clinton, we're all basketball historians here, right? Yeah, sure. Okay. (laughs) So Charles Barkley was on the Pivot podcast with a bunch of football players and said this. Johnson. Come on now. Chuck Daly said Barkley brought the most intensity and fire each and every day, each and every game. And even Magic said Charles Barkley was the MVP. So my question is. And the better players were not Charles Barkley. (laughs) 
So that's right. Charles Barkley says he was the second best player on the Dream Team. The 92 Dream Team. Let me remind you who was on the 92 Dream Team. You got Jordan, Bird, Magic, Ewing, Malone, David Robinson, Clyde Drexler, and so on. But Barkley averaged a team-high 18 points per game on that team, and MJ was in second with 14 points per game. Big deal or no deal that Charles Barkley said he's the second best player on the Dream Team, Sedano? Uh no deal because he's right. Thank uh, you. At, I was going to say the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah, at that stage of his career and all those other guys' careers, he was the second best player. He won the MVP the next season in the NBA. Mm-hmm. Sidebar. Like, yeah. he was that good. And yeah, he was that to the finals. cool, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was that cool. Chuck is exactly right. What's funny, Sedano, quickly, is that I realized that now people think that Chuck is just a funny guy on TV. Right. Like, if you're 25 years old. No idea. You have no idea who Man. the Chuckster was. The that knuckle, he was a badass. The any knucklehead can, store, can score stuff. The don't call me a role model stuff. The precursor to Liberty Biberty, which was his, uh, you know, like whatever those deodorant commercials were where he couldn't yes. get his lines yes. done. Like yes. Chuck was a star and he was that good yeah. for years. Yeah. yeah, he's exactly right. Yeah. Um, all right, next. All right, guys. Uh, the Crawford family from Kentucky is under fire for letting their six-year-old boy run a whole 26.2 marathon. What? And it happened a couple weeks ago. So the Crawford family, a family of eight, run marathons, has a family to sort of like get family bonding time and all that stuff. And um, after the Crawford family put, on, put a post of them and their kids out, on social media saying hey we ran we ran a marathon and also a six-year-old ran a marathon they got destroyed destroyed from people <laughs> saying like hey why are you letting your six-year-old run a whole marathon so big deal or no deal that the Crawford family lets their six-year-old boy run a marathon Sedano um I'm gonna say big deal now I'm normally not the person that's gonna tell other people how to parent their children okay okay however <laughs> I do feel like there are physical limitations, okay, to a 26-point-whatever-mile marathon that a six-year-old probably should not endure at that age just based on, um, you know, physics. Musculature. And, and Right, and just the, the – right, just everything that involves growing up, right? Like, I just think that – just like they tell people – Hey, you shouldn't teach your kid to throw a curveball before the age of X. Right. Uh, I feel like marathons are similar in that regard. Probably six may be too young in my estimation. Now, I ran a half marathon. I want to say I was like in junior high already. So that's a little different. You're already going through puberty. Well, you got some man bones, a little bit man yeah, bones. Yeah, a little bit. But that six is, I mean, it just sounds crazy to me. Now, I'd, I'd, I'd certainly defer to a doctor more on something like this. Um, but off the top of my head, it sounds like it's crazy. Why are you being so delicate? These people are monsters. Six-year-olds should not be running marathons for no other reason than when you're six years old and you're trying to acclimate yourself to the world, what your parents should be teaching you is things like, I don't know, motor skills, how to read, how to interact socially with your friends. Being able to run 26.2 miles is of no actual usage to a child that age. And the time you waste training, because clearly you have to train a child yes, you have to who train is that child. young, I don't understand. I just imagine, like, the kid, like, from 300, like, the movie 300, like, those kids in 300 are, like, training for a marathon. Reminder, <laughs> the reason marathons are called marathons is because a dude ran the marathon and died. That's what happened. Paid with his life. 26.2, and they consider that to be the most, you know, whatever, human extension thing. Like, it's not a normal thing to do. That's why everybody who does it tells everybody every time they do it. So I think the kid ran a marathon in, like, eight hours anyway, so. Who has that kind of time? Yeah, right. For right. a six-year-old. Yeah, that, right, because that's the other thing. It's right. going to take him forever. He's going to walk, I'm sure, a ton, you know? I don't get it. All right, guys, this is my last one. So I sent you guys a picture, basically. Okay. And this fashion uh, brand, Balenciaga. <laughs> is under fire this week for releasing their shoe line that basically looks like a Chuck Taylor that were ran over by a lawnmower. 
and it's selling from anywhere from six hundred to eighteen hundred dollars. That's crazy. Now I'm a shoe guy. I even have a pair of Balenciagas, but not these. Baller. And I don't get these, you know? I don't get and why they're called people... the distressed sneakers. Distressed sneakers because they look like my dog chewed them. So, big deal, no deal that Balenciaga is selling these expensive shoes that look like crap. Uh, I'm going to start with you, Gates. This is no deal to me because this is not a deal. Now, the picture that you sent, it says sneakers are starting at 625 as in $625, yes. going up to $1,750. Mm-hmm. My question is, are the more expensive ones more distressed? I think they are. Or they less, are, they are like, distressed. How yeah. am yes, I more supposed distressed. to know yep. what I'm getting for the higher price? Like, it's all pretty terrible looking. I don't get this whatsoever, George. Yeah, I, I, no deal for me. I don't get it. It's also like I don't get the aura ring. Uh, I don't know if you've seen these commercials for this no. ring that's supposed to tell you what your body's doing all the time. Chris Paul is now endorsing this stuff lately. Oh. There are just a lot of things on the market I don't understand at the <laughs> just, moment. And, not for you, yeah. Yeah, and the Aura Ring and this uh, Balenciaga distressed sneaker is uh, our pair of them. People basically. get mad at me because I wear my white Vans around and they have stains on them from like wine and dirt and all kinds of other crap. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I don't care. I bought them for fifty bucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just get some <laughs> new ones. Yeah, next exactly, week. exactly. You know what I mean, this is a different matter, dude. I, my whole thing is. Like, you know, when the Yeezys came out and all this stuff and I, whatever, but people will pay just because of the brand. And I'm like, you guys are idiots. Lame. Yeah. Like idiots. This thing looks like crap. You want to give me that money? Let me dirty up your shoes real quick. Uh, Right. We can, we can, we can, we can make this happen. You know what? 300 bucks, bro. I got you. (laughs) Like you don't got to pay no two grand. It it really does show that there's a sucker born every day, right? Like there's that. Absolutely. Like that. That saying cannot be more accurate. Like, there's no question about that because there's a lot of stupid stuff out there. All right, that is big deal or no deal. Now, earlier in the show, Laura on her 5 o'clock What You Need to Know was basically saying that delivery drivers, regardless of what they're delivering, packages, food, etc., are getting it on in their vehicles. Now, we've had a lot of delivery drivers call in to tell us uh, about to testify some of the action. against themselves. Yes, yeah. yes, some of the action that's going on. And we have Jeff and Encino who wants to add – to this discussion. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah, I tell you that uh, I started to listen to the show. I told Laura uh, when she answered the phone that I listened to the show because of the two very sexy voice ladies that you have on the show. Well, thank you so, for listening. And, what's that? Thank you for listening. When Laura, oh, yeah. When Laura started uh, talking about it, I thought she was talking about delivery guys getting hit on by their customers. Um, well, I, when I used to be a door-to-door salesperson, and I'm, I used to occasionally get a hit on uh, by customers. So, uh, what was your success that. rate on that, sir? What were your What was your batting average on that? Oh well, when they when they offered me their number, it was it was a thousand. Okay. All right. Sounds I, man. He never. So missed. yeah. Once you got. Once they made the initial uh, entree, you were you were closing the deal. You were like Mariano Rivera. Well, I was I, I made a date. Uh, I didn't do it right then because I ain't cut. No, no, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's there's sales time and there's time, right? <laughs> All right, I'll tell a way better story about this since we're since we're in the. Thank discussion, you, Jeff. George. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Since we're in the discussion, some of you know that I used to be uh, I used to work at Abercrombie and Fetch. We've talked about mm-hmm. this before. Yes, yes, we um, the reason why I ended up being one of the people who had their shirts off in front of the store <laughs> is because <laughs> a manager at the store I worked at, well, we knew each other probably better than the rules allowed. Of course. Oh. And that's course. why I got recommended for that gig at a different store in she terms knew of the she, canvas. She, she, she was familiar she with canvas. my work. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how that happened. A very similar <laughs> sort of situation, George. That was uh-huh. technically against the rules, but worked out in my favor. Yo, I've never hooked up with somebody from work. Like, I can't. Good that's, for you. That's Don't a rule. start. That, well, Do I mean, not start. But, like, I can't, you know. Not <laughs> good for thing, business. But, yeah, no, well, I can't. Especially since you just got a, a boyfriend recently. I did. Well, sure, yeah. yeah. I'm booed up. Tebow time, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> yeah, that's how that happened, George. It wasn't like I walked in there like, oh, look at me, huge guy. Oh, I'm ripped. Why don't you show me? It was like, no, no, no. I work here. Homegirl you were was recommended. Like, Homegirl yes. was like, you need to go over to this other store. And I was like, why? She's like, well, they need somebody, and you know, they know that I know you. I was like, oh, okay. Very well. Okay. Yeah, now, what's I see, up? I see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. Huge recommendation.
Highly recommended. That was again. That was my introduction to the handsome man community. So. All right. Let's go to uh, Manuel and Gardena. Manuel, real quick, what's up, pal? Hey, man, I just wanted to let you guys know. Hell no on Doc Rivers. <laughs> hell no on James Harden. He knows or that. hell no on Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. I'd rather ride with LeBron, AD, and Russ. Seriously, bro. I feel you on that, man. I don't think that making a bunch of changes right now, George, is what makes sense. I think this is one you got to ride out, and for lack of a better term, you let sort of die on the vine because that's the bed you made, and you got to sleep on it. Sleep in it. All right, Manuel. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, Manuel. Uh, Appreciate you. I, I just feel like if this team – because Cap's like, well, what do you think if, like, LeBron and AD and Russ play, like, 60, 65 games together? And I'm like, I don't know. They're like the – like a six seed, maybe seven seed, like maybe. a 46 win team. But I'll take that, George. I'll take that over creating more chaos with less leadership. I really would right now. I mean, this is, this is again, this is the life we chose, so to speak. You know what I mean? You're in for a dime, you're in for a dollar with LeBron, and that's just what it is. All right. You asked me a question about the NBA earlier. You yes. asked, what was the question? Who so we can is the it. team in the Eastern Conference? Let's say no Eastern Conference team wins the title. Who is best positioned from a launch pad standpoint, roster construction, hope, general ability overall, and expectations that you think going into next season is? Okay, fair enough. We'll get into that on the other side, and we'll keep you updated on what's going on here. Is this Boston game, and Giannis is doing everything in his power to keep <laughs> Milwaukee in this game and try to get it back into single digits uh, here in the fourth quarter. So we'll keep you updated on that. Uh, stick, stick around. 710 ESPN back in two minutes. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you, Christopher. You forget how many songs are in the catalog sometimes. You oh, know? I don't forget, brother. Yeah. I was going to say, you know, Trust nah, nah, nah. your boy Yeehaw does not forget, Stevie Wonder. <laughs> this man is, I mean, is an integral. He's part of the furniture in my household. Oh, my goodness. Sure. So many songs. Sidebar, I, dude, I missed Chris yesterday. Like, we were Aww. out there pressing the flesh, and it wasn't there. Missing it was weird. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. what am I doing? Aww. Pressing the flesh songs, the, fr- the flesh <laughs> presser himself. Yeah, Senor Morales. It was weird. He had uh, he had stuff going on. He no, I know. I mean, busy man. Obviously, yeah. he's got a girlfriend. You know, probably huh? man around town. I'm not implying that he did anything wrong. I just remember thinking, like, I'm at an event, I'm having a blast, I'm pressing the flesh. The next sentence is, "Where's Morales?" Donde like, está oh. Morales? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he is a man of the of the people, but occasionally yeah. even uh, there's other people that need him. Sure. Um, so before we get to answer your question about the uh, the NBA season, mm-hmm. uh, let me take. They told me I have to take line one. Razor Ramon in L.A. is a driver. Razor rate. Ramon, tell me. That being me. So, listen, I'm going to do this quick. going to keep it clean. I used to do uh, this real Shinoya delivery service. I used to drive these big old bobtails. So, whenever I was in the area with my girlfriend, was that, you know, this was late at night. So, I do the overnight shift. So, I have to open up the door for these Shinoyas and go in there deliver all this stuff. She'd be waiting for me once I'm done with my delivery. Because we have a big old windshield. I had to put a big old cardboard to cover the front and have her just jump into the, the cab and let's do it. Get our business on, you know? Yeah. And then, no, that was a good time. I mean, we had a lot of room, I'll tell you. The bobtails in the front cab, there's a lot of room. I mean, she was kind of <laughs> short, so she could literally stand up and not even touch the top of the, or the roof of the car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, Razor Remote. I appreciate that. I, I had to cut that. Just yeah. I, you know, I'm like you know where it was going, yeah, right? Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I'm sorry, man. I got to cut. Laura you. got scared. There, I got Razor scared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did. Yeah, my man. <laughs> he was really red. He was pumped to get that detail off. She was pretty. Short. I was like, no, we're not doing that. Sorry, brother. You know. She's so, fun size. I get it. I'm fun size too. Boop. When I went to um, Miami to do the the spring game yeah. uh, for ACC Network. I uh, I went to meet some friends at a restaurant. It's big. You know, it's just an outdoor place in an area of Miami called Coconut Grove. Yeah. And and um, I parked in this garage across the street. And the garage is one of those garages that goes down. You know what I mean? Several levels. Right. Um. So I get to the bottom level, 
And I'm, you know, I'm in like a rental car, so I'm just like driving or whatever. And I'm like, oh, there's like a lot of spaces over there. And there's, you know, there's this one car kind of way out there on its own, too. And I'm like, oh, I'll just park like somewhere by there, you know, by that <laughs> other car. So I parked by the car and I'm backing it up, you know, because I saw that car was backed up. I'm like, oh, okay. Whoa. And, and, <laughs> Easy. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So I back up like, you know, maybe like three spaces down, you right. know, like there's plenty of space. I just, I'm in a rental car. I don't want it to get dinged, anything like that. You know what I mean? Sure. So I'm like, all right, cool. And then all of a sudden I look and I'm like, the car's on. And the lights are on. I'm like, did somebody leave their, like, or, I didn't know if the car was on. I saw the right. lights on from the car. I'm like, oh, did somebody leave, like, their, their lights on? That sucks, you know? Like, right. Their battery's going to drain. Right, right. And I'm looking, and all of a sudden, I, and the car is, like, tinted up, right? But, you know, in the front, there's only so much tint you can do the strip on top. Legally. So, so when I'm walking, I see there's a, a lady. Backing it up? Uh... <laughs> straddling oh. a gentleman oh. and there's some action going on oh and C- i was like C- cpr no i'm joking yeah. and i was like oh okay you went down to the bottom of the garage wow and uh needed some time okay, hold, like, on, okay. Hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on what time of day it was, was happening probably like 5 36 o'clock oh, sunset oh, wow. dusk okay dusk couldn't wait for nighttime? How about that? Bre- like, look. Well, we probably because nighttime though. would be more full. The garage yes. would probably be more full. Oh, so I did. mean, look, we all grown. We, we've all done our dirt. Uh, we've all done our dirt. Like, just, just Not congrats. in front of Sedano in a Miami parking well, duh, lot. Okay. But I'm just saying, we've all done our dirt. Congratulate and just have fun. Did they I, and see what's funny was not? The funniest thing was, as I, I didn't know where the elevator was or the oh, stairwell God. was. So I'm like, where am I going? I'm walking one way, and I'm like, oh, no, this is the ramp to go back up. So I got to walk back in front of the car. And then, because I needed to find the stairs. Right, you didn't know, right. I didn't know where the hell I was. You know what I mean? Like, so, and then this old couple is walking right behind me. And I can hear the lady go, and I'm just like, oh. And I just smile, and I'm just like walking. I'm not even turning around anymore. I'm just like, this is hilarious. This lady was a gasp at that point. That's funny. Love it. Welcome to Miami. Bienvenidos. Uh, Miami, see. Uh, so, anyhow, to your question about yes. the – you asked me about the Eastern Let me Conference. set it up again. L- yeah. Let me set it up again because yeah. oftentimes we look at the NBA as the yeah. Western Conference is superior. Of course, Correct. the Bucks won it, and, but people looked at that as kind of an outlier. And a, l- right. a lot of people look at those teams as kind yeah. of behind on a developmental standpoint. Yeah. If nobody in the Eastern Conference wins the NBA title, who do you think is the team that is best suited to legitimately say, you know what? This team actually has a chance going forward because we've seen how the Sixers have kind of deteriorated. We've seen how the Nets have detonated. We've seen how Boston, it takes them a while to figure it out depending on what happens. Who do you think is that team, and obviously Miami is involved, that is best in sort of the, the catbird seat to really actually be good even if they don't win the title this year? Well, I, I feel like I can make a case for almost any of the teams in, okay. in, that's left in that regard. But if I had to pick one – um. It would be Boston. I think they have oh, the highest ceiling. I thought you were going to say Miami, to be honest. Nope. I, I think because J- I think Jason Tatum has multiple levels, and Jalen Brown still has multiple levels they can go. All right. Um, and, I, and by the way, they've gone up. Jason Tatum, particularly on defense, has been incredible yep. uh, this postseason, which is something we haven't seen from him previously. Um, so I, I think those guys can still take it up a notch. Also, Giannis, I, I still think he is just barely, like, now scratching the surface uh, of the peak of his powers. I think he's the best player in the NBA right now. Oh. Um, and I think that, you know, I, I think he can take them to another level. So I think that's close, too. Uh, so if I was ranking them, I'd be Boston, Milwaukee. Um, who am I missing? Um, Boston, Milwaukee, Miami, Miami. Well, Miami would be on that list. The oh, right. Of the three teams well. remaining, then, yeah. I guess. Miami would be third, honestly. Okay. Only because Jimmy's older. Um, and now, do I think Bam and Hero could take leaps? Yes, but not as big a leap as Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, um, particularly on offense. Well, right? the reason I ask that, George, is because if we're looking at the Lakers, people always talk about the Lakers as if they can just rebuild out of this sort of general nowhere fund where players just appear out of nowhere and the competition doesn't matter, and it's just a matter of whether or not the Lakers get better. If we look at some of these other teams, where are the Lakers compared to them? You see these squads up close. You've been oh, covering I, I, I said this time. at the beginning. I, uh, that's why I'm asking. Now that we've seen, yeah. well, the reason I say that now is because now that especially we've seen a couple rounds of the playoffs, you can get a b- little better look at it in terms of like, no, what's actually there okay. versus now, what we think the projection is. 
Now, look, a lot. Remember, LeBron was not healthy at the end of the Correct. season, so that plays a factor in the in this in in what I said at the time. Okay, when the playoffs started, I I said, "Thank God the Lakers didn't make it the way they're currently constituted, because they would have been embarrassed." Yeah, in that first round, like yeah. if they would have made it to the play in and somehow made it out, they would have been though they would have Golden State or Phoenix would have wiped the floor with them, mm. um, as they were currently constituted. If they somehow would have made it out, now. Um, yeah, look, I, I think there's a lot of different ways to, to win in basketball now. You know, like, I don't think there's just one way anymore. Hmm. Um, you know, look, Boston has the two young stars, and they have surrounded them with incredible role players, right? Yeah. I think that you look at Milwaukee, they've got Giannis, and then, you know, I think Middleton and Holiday are excellent. Don't, I don't think they're role players, don't get me wrong. No. But I don't, I don't consider them, like, three superstars by any stretch of the imagination. I wouldn't call them a – I mean, they're the biggest three of the, that they got. They're not a Correct. big three. Yeah. Correct, but they're not a big three. Right. You know, they're a big one and two really awesome players. One, you one, know what I mean? One, one and two possibles, as we say on the spades table funches. Correct. Yeah. And then I, Miami – I mean, listen, Jimmy but- – if you look at Miami, it's kind of crazy. And I look, I just did the game, so I have all the storylines in my head, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Jimmy Butler, 30th pick in the draft, was a Juco player before going to Marquette, right? Was literally homeless at one point, yeah. you know, prior to, to going to junior college. Um, and, you know, they've got eight undrafted guys on their roster. Two of them were starting yesterday. You know what I mean? Like, they are the best developmental team in the sport. The reason I bring this up, though, is because I implore you Laker fans, understand this isn't as easy as it looks on HBO. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever happens next with the Lakers is going to require a multi-level retool that I think starts from a leadership standpoint in the front office, never mind the coach, and also... If this roster is going to stay the same, you can't legitimately expect a whole ton more, George. And, and for no other Agreed. reason than just look around the league. Teams are pretty good, man. And yeah. These teams have been trying for a while in terms and, of their and, developmental and the Lake, process. Yeah. And, and the Lakers, Clinton, had done previously a pretty good job of player development. But then... Throw it away. They did. And honestly, they didn't have to at the end for Russ. You know what I mean? Like... Uh, yeah. That was the the one because if you still had Kuzma and KCP, two guys that could shoot and defend, you wouldn't be in this mess. No, like, you'd be a little bit more. Uh, you, you'd just be a little bit more nimble. In you'd general. be buoyant, is yeah. what I would say. Okay. You know what I mean, like okay. you're, you'd be you, you'd be you, you'd be in that that play and mix at the very least. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I don't think that that team, like you know, that team's not winning a championship probably, considering the way the teams in the West have 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 risen, but. I don't think that they're a pushover like they were at times this year. I don't either. I just, I, to me, I just, again, I only brought that up because so many fans, and I listen, Laker fans are some of the best fans in the world, but if you're one of those people that only watches the Lakers and doesn't understand the rest of the NBA, you're going to be in for a rude awakening in the next two seasons because the rest of the league is, do, is doing things in a different way than yeah. the Lakers have done things, and they're suited for more success, even if it's not championship or bust. That's something to understand. The league matters as much as any one team when it comes to the simple amount of players and the talent pool that's out there. Ain't that many good players running around, and a lot of them are already on good teams that are doing things a good way. Right, and and, and look, historically, um, you know, the, the Lakers have uh, either made a big deal, right, like a big trade, or uh, for – you know, a free agent move, et cetera. Like, I, I don't know if there's anything out there like that I coming up soon. That's what I'm saying. Know? That's why. To your point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, CY, excellent work as always, man. Thanks for hanging out today. Thanks, man. No problem. Got to get out and press the flesh yesterday. I'm glad I did it. Yes. Enjoy your bit, your Sabado Gigante tomorrow. Thank you. Very well. Uh, loud and funchy. Excellent work as always. Uh, thanks to Chris as well for his help. Uh, we will talk to you on Monday. Have a great weekend. See you.